0: Welcome to The Anxious Morning, where four days a week, we take a look at ideas, concepts, and lessons designed to help you understand and overcome your anxiety. For more information, visit theanxiousmorning.com. When I talk about the need to be honest with ourselves when it comes to fatigue and taking breaks, I'm often asked what to do when you're not sure if you're tired or afraid. Doesn't it seem odd to not be able to identify what you're feeling? I get it, though. I had this issue. Many, many people in our community have this issue. Anxiety and fear can get so cloudy and confusing that sometimes you just don't know if you want to crawl into the covers because you're really tired or because you're just afraid and anxious. If you find yourself facing this dilemma, know that you are not alone. Let's spend a few minutes to address this and to look for some basic strategies we can use when we're in that gray zone. Now, please keep in mind that recovery is imperfect. We make mistakes. Sometimes what we do is more impactful. Sometimes it is not. This is okay. Do not get caught in the doing it right trap. Before we can talk about what to do when you're not sure what you're feeling, you'll have to accept that sometimes you might get it wrong, but that it's totally okay to get it wrong. It's how we learn. This also speaks to the topic of self-compassion, which I think I will talk about next week, so stay tuned for that. If my voice is in your head, asking you if you're really tired or just making an excuse to avoid, I'm sorry. I never plan to be a voice in anyone's head, but evidently I am. Forgetting how annoying I can be at times, kudos to you for confronting that issue with or without me. When you start to see your avoidance more clearly, because nobody sees it early on, you're making progress. As crazy as this might sound, when you find yourself scratching your head because you can't tell if you're tired or afraid, pat yourself on the back. Think of the days when this was not a question at all because you'd already be on the sofa binging Netflix. But here you are, not automatically doing that. Winning. Now that you've pumped yourself up a bit, what's next? You still don't know if you're tired and should rest or afraid and trying to justify avoiding. What should you do? Well, what I learned to do in those situations was to scale back and go from there. When I wanted to go lay on the sofa and fire up my TiVo, yes, that was a thing back then, I would go over a short list of little things that I could do instead. They were often very little. Getting dressed, showering, making something to eat, running the vacuum over the carpet in the living room. Walking around the block once, sitting outside in the sun for 15 minutes, maybe taking a 10-minute drive around the neighborhood. See how small these are? I would pick one of those things and then do it. Often this would clarify things for me. When I finished vacuuming, for example, I often found that I was actually not as tired as I thought I was. And this often turned into doing a few more things on my short list. In some cases, this turned into a full day where I wasn't on the sofa at all because I saw that I actually didn't need to be. I had uncovered sneaky avoidance masquerading as fatigue. On other days, I might take a short walk around the block and discover that I really was pretty tired, so I would take a break. Sometimes that break was an hour or two. Sometimes I might actually fall asleep, and it turned into almost a full day off because I had always done my driving exposure first thing in the morning. On some days, I wound up on the sofa for two hours only to discover that I really wasn't all that tired. Did I beat myself up for getting it wrong? Nope. That's not usually an issue for me, so please don't make that mistake for you. You're going to get it wrong sometimes, like everyone else. This is not a crime, and you did not just ruin your recovery. I promise you didn't. When I got it wrong, i get up and get on with my day as best I could. Those days counted too because I learned something in those moments and I took those lessons with me. I think the summary here is that especially in the early days of recovery, when avoidance habits are still strong, we try to err on the side of not automatically running for the comforter and the fuzzy slippers. Might you wind up pushing yourself a little bit this way? You might, but that's why I say to use a short list of small things to do in those situations. If you find that you are pushing into exhaustion or really tired territory, you can stop and go rest. It's okay to not be sure if you're tired or anxious. Days like that help to teach us what we need to learn. They give us experiences that we need to have. When in your life did you ever think that you'd have to work on identifying a basic state like tired? I bet never, right? So give yourself a break, no pun intended there. Disordered anxiety throws all kinds of monkey wrenches and complications into the mix. Working through those is part of the process, so just do the best you can. Have a good weekend, and I'll see you on Monday. If you're enjoying the Anxious Morning podcast and would like to get a copy delivered every morning into your email inbox, visit theanxiousmorning.email and subscribe to the newsletter. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or some platform that lets you rate or review the podcast, leave a five-star rating. Maybe write a quick review to let other people know that you love the podcast so they might find it too. It really helps me out. Thanks a bunch.